Hey guys, Real Good Podcast, back again. Back again with that sweet mic that we all know and love. God, times are good for the Real Good Podcast right now, I gotta say. And I will not stop bragging about this mic. I know you're tired of hearing about it, but let's be real. Life has been good ever since I got this mic. Oh, whatever. Let's jump right into a real good story. Now, this story is one of my, I'd say, top three most famous stories so buckle down okay it's gonna get good so this one goes back to my college days when i was at the all black school um and i was living in the dorm okay now when i was living at this dorm at this university or college whatever uh i was the only white guy that lived on the campus the only one everybody else there was black so i was just pretty much alone on this one and I think because of that, they, you know, I was playing football, so whatever. They, they wanted to keep me a little bit happy, so I would stay at the school and not, I guess, transfer. So I think they, they, they gave their best efforts to give me my own room, whereas most everybody there had to share a room with somebody. Uh, so that was cool. It was really nice. Uh, it was totally doable if you have your own room. Now, the problem is when you have a roommate there, the rooms are so small that it's just unbearable, just straight up unbearable. So it wasn't, if I were ever to have a roommate, I don't know if you've ever been around black people, but they have a lot of clothes. They have a lot of shoes. They have a lot of stuff. They're kind of like women in a way. Like they'll probably have no exaggeration, 10 to 15 pairs of shoes. And it's like, come on, dude, but they got to be fresh. They got to have their swag. So they got a lot of clothes. So, you know, I, I, I went a long time without having a roommate, and it was great. And then one day, you know, I get a knock on my door, and I open it up, and it's like the, the dorm director guy and a huge black guy. And uh, they were saying, oh, hey, Patton, uh, this guy's got to move in with you. Uh, his room downstairs, it is molded over or something. Like, it had a mold problem. And, uh, you know, this guy's going to have to live with you for a while. And I was like, oh, no. Because it's one thing to get a, a, a black guy as a roommate because of all their stuff. But it's another thing to get one who's morbidly obese and doesn't play sports. Which means, ah, oh, fireworks again, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, doesn't play sports because the students at that school that don't play sports are, most of them are worthless pieces of crap. Okay, I'll just be real with you. They are. They don't do anything. They don't go to class. They just chill out in the room all day. So you never get any alone time in there. And it blows. Uh, so immediately I was like, oh, no, no, no. And you can't really say no. You just kind of have to accept the fact that he's going to live in there. But uh, I was thinking, okay, I got to get this guy out of here. And I got to find a nice, clever way to do it. Okay. That, that was the goal. Sorry, fireworks. So I was like, okay, well, well what am I going to do? And I didn't even really think of too many options before I thought of the final option, which was take a massive crap in a cup and hide it in the room to where it smells like feces 24-7. And the guy will eventually be so missed that he'll just be like, all right, that's it. I can't handle it anymore. I'm out of here. So that's the plan I went with. So I went into the bathroom. I got a big old cup, about a 32-ounce cup. 
took a dump in there, and it was a big, it was a good dump. Like this was a very juicy, smelly, big, quality dump. Something that you don't get every day. So I took the dump in there, and when the guy was not in there, I put it in uh, like the corner of the room behind a big piece of furniture. Uh, so you would really have to be looking to find it. Like you wouldn't find it easily. So I put it there and immediately the room smelled like a fresh freaking dump. And there was no escaping. Like that was the smell. That's what you had to deal with. So I was like, at the time, I don't know why, but I did not even think of how awkward it would be if he asked, what is that smell? For some, for some reason, that did not enter my mind. All I was thinking was, he's not going to be able to hand the, handle the bad smell, and within a few days, he'll be out of here. That's what I was thinking. So he comes in, and, uh, you know, because you have to imagine, like, <laughs> right when he left, right when he left, it was normal. Everything was fine. And then he comes back in there, and I'm in the room, and then sure enough, wow, it smells like feces now. And I just like, oh, it's a subtle smell. It's like... This is intense. There's definitely crap somewhere in this room. No doubt about it. Uh, he didn't say anything about it, though. I was very surprised about that. Because a lot of times, blacks can be very straightforward. They're not you know, they're not shy to say something when there's a problem. But he didn't say anything. I guess because he had just met me. And it would have just been weird or awkward or whatever. So he didn't say crap. And he was just like, hey, man, what's up, man? And yeah, I'm like, yeah, what, 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 what's up, dude? You know, whatever. Uh... Didn't talk to the guy much, really, ever. So he's in there, and then uh, you know he goes out, and I'm like, oh god, that was intense. So then, uh, <laughs> so the first night comes where me and him are sleeping in there, and uh, we literally go through an entire night, uh, an entire sleep session with this intense crap smell the entire night. I don't know if he got any sleep that night. I really don't know. But if he did, he had to be struggling. Because the entire time, because I put the cup, the cup was actually really close to his bed. My bed was on the opposite side of the room of the cup with the poop in it. His bed was very close to it. So, you know, the next day he wakes up and it's just like, you can tell the guy smells something. And every time I think to myself, like when I left the room, what was he doing? What was going through his mind? How many people did he text message about this? Did he talk to the dorm director about it? What happened? So, yeah, it was just like all these things were racing through my mind. But it's like no matter what happened, he wasn't talking to me about it, which was interesting. Because if I were him, I definitely would have mentioned something. I would have been like, dude, what's the smell? Uh, where's that coming from? Do you know? He had to be thinking that I had a problem where I was just crapping my pants all the time. And then just like throwing the underwear in the corner and just like, Ooh, whatever deal with it i'll deal with it later it's like i didn't realize i was gonna be a roommate with a freaking three-year-old but uh but yeah so eventually I, I guess he had reached a tipping point and i was at home one day or i was in the dorm one day and he comes back from wherever he was and he was like hey man uh i'm gonna be moving out today blah 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 and i was like oh you're gonna be moving out and he's like yeah yeah man i found another room i was like oh cool man all right and i never i never gave him any kind of like face or like laughed or anything to make it seem like i was in on a joke so i think to this day he still thinks like he probably tells all of his friends oh 
Yeah, there was this one time in college where I had a roommate that crapped his pants like every day. Because that's the only explanation. Because nobody's going to crap in a cup and put it in a corner. But like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and then you have to reach the thing. What if he did find the cup and he saw that? What would, what would be going through your mind at that point? It's like, oh, my roommate craps in cups. And then for some reason puts it in the corner. It's like, this guy's a crazy person. He belongs in a mental institution. Uh, yeah, probably one of the bravest things I've ever done in the fact of you you have to have a lot of balls to do something like that and just not care about the, what the repercussions are. He could have easily gotten the dorm director and the dorm director could have been like, Pat, why does your room smell like crap? And then it's like, uh, I crapped in a cup and put it in this corner. It's like, well, get out of here. Go find another house because you're a freak. So, yeah, I don't know if word traveled about that around the school. That's another thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I need to be the popular guy at this school. But, you know, everybody there did know who I was because I played football and the school was small. You, you got to assume that he told people about it. And you got to assume those people had assumptions about me crapping my pants. Who knows, man? Maybe I was viewed as like a total freak at that school. I have no idea. But I'll say this, it worked and it got him out. And it was probably the most effective that situation could have ever turned out. Because within two days, the guy was gone. And he was probably going to end up staying in there for like three months with me if it wasn't for the poop. So, yeah, crazy poop story. And uh, it paid off. And I have no regrets. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I will see you later on Real Good Podcast. <laughs>